says the Mishnah. So, again, everything we learned until now is going to play a role here. We know that we learned back in the day and in this parak also by Ganbach on the base that a sukkah again thing we learned last night sukkah means chach a sukkah the schach has to be made l'shem tzel that when you make a sukkah the schach has to be put on for shade purposes which we said back in the day could even enable a guy to make a sukkah because he's capable of putting it on l'shem tzel so sukkah has to be l'shem tzel a sukkah can be possible if it was made wrong. It's not an English word. If it was made wrong and then somehow retroactively kosher. And that's called tasavle minas. Says the Mishnah. You'd base it up. Chavile kash. If a person has bundles of straw, or bundles of branches, or bunches of reeds, <coughs> which when they're soft are used for animal food, but when they get old and dry, they become good for tinder, for firewood. So that is the three kinds of bundles. You're not allowed to use them for schach, of course, when they're still in bundle form. Now, I'm not sure there's the right thing to do. Rashi says we'll say in the Gemara. The Gemara doesn't say yet, but I think we're going to have to say why now. This could be for one of two reasons. This could be for one of two reasons. This could be a psul da'iraisa, or it could be a psul drabonon. There is something the Gemara will call Gzeras Eitzer. That a person, a person could do work during the day, bundle up his straw, bundle up his branches, take a bundle, and a person does this a whole year. A person does this a whole year. When they come home, what do they do? They need to dry it out. They need to dry it out. So they throw it on top of their shed, which is a sukkah without a roof. You have this hut, and it has slats on top, and when you come home, as a matter of course, you just throw your bundle on the top of your hut, your shack. And that is a psul dairaisa because it's not made l'shem tzel. You didn't put the schach on there. You have kosher schach. It looks like a good sukkah. Everything is perfect, but it wasn't made l'shem tzel. So that's a psul dairaisa. And even if you decide later, you know, that shack that I've been using for the whole year 
that shack that I've been using for the whole year, and I've been throwing my piles up there to dry, I changed my mind. I now want them to act as tzel. That's still, Pasul Deiraisa, that's Tasa Vleiman Asui. So, you can have category number one. This Mishnah can read very well. Chavile Kash, Chavile Eitzim, Chavile Zradim, bundles of straw, wood, um, uh, reeds. You can't use for schach. Why? Because it's a psul dairaisa. You can easily read it that it's a psul dairaisa. It's a psul dairaisa that it was put there shaloy l'shem tzel because you put it up there to dry. And even if you change your mind and say, you know what? I don't want it for drying purposes anymore. I want it for tzel purposes from now on. It's still psul dairaisa. That is psul dairaisa. And you could read the Mishnah easily that way. Or you could read the Mishnah, you could read the Mishnah another way. You took the same stuff, the same bundles of you put it on top of your hut, you did everything right. Again, it was always good material. The problem in the Dairaisa scenario is that you did it with the wrong reasons. You didn't do L'Shem Tzel. In the Drabonan scenario, you did it for the right reasons also. So you have good Schach material, put up there with the right Kavonis and reasons, and yet Drabonan still say, no, I don't like it, it's possible. Why? Where are you coming from? What, what's wrong? Says the Gemara, which means you did it right. But somebody else, or even you yourself in another year, may come to confuse it and say that, oh, I see people all over using their storage huts that they put the stuff on top to dry as a sukkah. So even though you did it right now, this year, we still disallow it. We still apostle it. Why? Because in any case... It looks bad. So, so worried that other people would say, "Oh, you can use that." Right, you could use your oitzer, which is mean your storage house right. to dry stuff. You could use your oitzer for a sukkah. So the Mishnah and the Gemara is going to talk about this in a second, but we have to first do the groundwork that the Mishnah is readable, like either one of them. That that the and I mean, the the Mishnah is readable like either one of them. So you have two. Possibilities here. Chvile kash, chvile eitzim, chvile zraden. Bundles of stuff is bad for schach. Either it's possible to rice because it's not l'shem tzel, it's l'shem drying. And even if you personally, this year, put it up l'shem tzel, we still possible because it looks like an eitzer. So either you or somebody else may confuse it and use an eitzer as schach. But, says the Mishnah, says the Mishnah, Vikulon, all three of these categories, sorry, Vikul, you have Vikulon, Shehitiron, Kshayrois. If you untie them, they're kosher. So, untying works. Untying works to fix it. Says the Ritva, this sentence can work in either psul. And let's work this out for ourselves. Which means, 
Bundles can be puzzled because of a derisa problem of it was put up shalala shame sale. And even if you changed your mind, it's still possible. Or it could be possible because of the Rabbana problem because it looks like an Eitzer. So the Mishnah is operating on two tracks. The Mishnah then says, untying it fixes the problem. So now let's work out, says the Ritva, and Tysus does it very similar. Let's work out how untying it fixes the problem on each track. So in the Rabbana track, we have a very easy job. So there's nothing wrong with your sukkah. You put up good material with good kavana. You know, you thought it was a shame sell. It just has a bad look because it looks like bundles. And you or some other guy is going to confuse it with an eitzer, which was not made the shame sell, and make that kosher. Untying it fixes it. That's simple. Because, again, it was never a problem with the material. And it was never a problem with your mind. It was a problem with the look. Untying it fixes the look. So if the problem was a problem durabonon, if the problem was a problem durabonon, you cured it. If the problem was a problem dairaisa, we have a little harder job in front of us. So what did you have? You had a sukkah which was made shalei shame tzel. Sound familiar? Same thing as the last Mishnah. It was mechubra at first. And you want to fix a schach placed there without picking it up and putting it down. Mishnah says it's fine, just untie it. Says the Ritva, untying is just as good as lifting it up and putting it down. Meaning, whereas we discussed for many days if cutting it remedies tasavalei menhasui, untying definitely remedies tasavalei menhasui. Says the Ritva, the solution that the Mishnah gives, in other words, untying it, can cure, of course, the Durabana problem, but it can also cure the Dairaisa problem. If the problem was that it was put up Shalei Lishma, it was put up not for sale, and changing your mind can't change it because that's Tasavoy Minasi, says the Ritva, untying it is just as effective as a new Misa as picking up each piece of schach and putting it all back down. That is how powerful of a maisa untying it is. So the Ritva explains how this Mishnah, we're going to discuss what's the Pshat in our Mishnah and the Gemara, but the Ritva is paving the way that either side is just as easily read into the Mishnah as the other, and we don't have a right from how the Mishnah says anything to, to what we're going to discuss in the Gemara. What's the happening if you say that untying it is not good? Because let me ask you a let me ask you a question. Yeah, let me ask you a question from logic. Yeah. Cutting it, which you have to take a saw and like it is already out of my league. You're already like redneck. That I don't know if it's good mice. Untying it, which is something even I'm capable of, I would think that's less of a mice. It says there's no untying it is for sure good mice. So I think logically there is about saying a chinish. What's he basically? Why else would he would he untie it? You're great. Why else would he cut it? I'm not looking for your das. I know your das is that you want sukkah now. I know your das is that you want schach now. But you, you, you can't retroactively make something schach. You need a new hanacha. You need a new asiyah. So I need a maisa that rises to the level of a new asiyah. Because one so, moves it and one doesn't. Right, right. So, I, uh, uh, so, so, so that's what we're going to have to get into. But I know first I want to answer Ben. Ben is saying that the ritva is saying something duh. It's not. It's adrab. It's a massively counterintuitive dikachidosh. <laughs> 
No, Ben, you mask him? Untie, he's a wimpy mice. Why? It's a wimpy mice, but it's a mice. And, and cutting a nisht? Cutting sounds more manly to me. In the previous Mishnah, didn't we say that there was Ralph who said that when you said cutting, the Mishnah said cutting is okay, but Sarah went on In the Mishnah's case, so right. how do you know here that the untying doesn't mean like we're whole discussing? No one's going to qualify it that way. Yeah, this remains unchecked. Since no one says we're saying, yeah, there's no, there's no way to learn like right, that, right. And decide if we were doing that, we don't need a repetition of the last mission. The imam is doing it over. We have a problem with and Asa, We're fixing it by redoing the whole side. We're saying over here that this problem, and it could be Tassim and Asa, this problem can be cured simply by untying. Simply by untying. Right, right. Then, then, yeah, then A, you're, you'd be right. And B, like, so why do we have a whole nother Mishnah? The Tarot is, we're saying a Mishnah that had a different style problem, could be a problem in your head, and the problem in your head is cured simply by untying. Now, Ben, are you asking if it's, it's counterintuitive? In order for, we to, for us to answer why the counterintuitive hurts, we, or how we can answer it, we have to be asking if it's counterintuitive. You're saying untying is more pushed than cutting. Okay, so no, so, so why not that you? Is the Ritter saying that untying is a strong device than cutting, or is, is he saying that bundle sock is just an easier problem to solve than the, than yes, so. than the sock that was puzzled? I mean, this was only puzzled because. So uh, 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 so so. I guess we should say the Ritvaz Lashem before we say Baichsvaris, which I'm very good at. Um, the the Ritvaz says the Ritvaz says that. Untying is dummy linanua. It's untying is dummy linanua. So now let's get to the bike source. Now, um, so like untying is dummy linanua. So you could say a couple a couple ways. Number one, I think this is what I was saying that it displaces the schach. It actually physically moves it. I could cut a tree over here, and the schach is all the way by you. That schach doesn't move. So that's why, even though the cutting is taka ma'isa, over in the schach and the sukkah, you're not really affecting anything. You're affecting its 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 attachment to the tree, but you're not affecting anything in the schach. So mashen came untying, although it may be easy to achieve, even a, a even a not handy guy like me could untie something. Abulamaisa, when you untie something, it makes everything move all around. So that's what means dummy linanua. That that's one swara. And the other swara, this could be you tell me it's the same swara. One's internal, one's external. Even if it wouldn't move it. Which means even if they're neatly assembled and the bow doesn't actually move anything. The way we just said the swara, it's mamish like moving it. The Dvah doesn't say it's moving. The Dvah says it's dummy lenanua. So let's, let's picture the case that the schach is nicely spread out perfectly and the knot is a very loose knot and by untying it, you're not actually moving any schach. It still works. So then, what, if, then we can't say our first svar. So what would be the svar? The svar would be that it's an internal misa versus an external misa. When you're cutting it, you're cutting it by the chibur of the tree. You're not affecting the schach on the sukkah. Here, you're mamish affecting the schach on the sukkah. So that's why it's more dummy linanua because it's, it's an internal misa versus an external misa. He's not anything. But it's not a, it's not a chavile anymore because the whole, the whole problem was chavile. Is that really considered a chavile if it's completely spread out and you just have a ball around it? Yeah, because you could move it using the chavile. 
And if something's attached to something by a knot, it's all movable by the same knot. I could pick up the whole thing in one shot, whereas now that I untied it, you can't pick it up in one shot. You have to pick up 100 pieces. So, Lemaisa, the, the, the bamboo mats, why is that not considered right? You can move the whole thing. So, that's a good kasha. And, yeah, yeah, so behind him and says... So they're, they're, not, they're good. No, behind him says they're good. <laughs> Rabbi Heinemann says they're good. Rabbi Heinemann says that the tie is not used to keep the schach together. It's used when, after sukkahs. It'll make collection of it easier. So you're saying that... Uh, well, so uh, the whole day, it's not everybody holds it the damn lunat. 100% not. That's why the, the, all the ones beside the star K ones have the tying material is also not makabal Right, it's not nylon. Right. So uh, does that better or worse? Much better. than everything is schach. Right, 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 right. Yeah, and also not yeah, no, I saw I forgot where I saw I saw in Tysis. Tysis says that I'm sorry for interrupting you, a chavila is no less than twenty five. So it sounds like there's like a density level required for chavila. And a mat probably doesn't... We're going to get to the whole sugi of mats and then to the parak. But the, the, a mat probably doesn't reach the requirements of density level. Well, that's what I was saying, I think, a little bit. Because the issue of, of Zerah Shema Eitzer, it looks like an Eitzer, right? So that's because people think that the bundles looks like an Eitzer, right? But what happens if you open up the knot, you cut you up, and untie it, and it doesn't displace. And it doesn't fall apart. It doesn't fall apart, right? So nobody knows that. Right, so that, yes. Except for the people looking at it who think it's still a bundle. Yes, yeah, so, so at a certain point, I can't make everyone happy. And it's like an exera, we, don't, we shoot for the broad by exera. So most times, the, when it's tied, is, it, it, is a, it is a night, sir, and when it's not tied, it's not. So untying it is the single biggest way we can demark it from being a night, sir. Isn't the problem also that it's a bundle and not it's an oat, sir? Why is exera that it's an oat, sir? When did we ever care before this? <coughs> we were fine. We were pretty well. No, because we're, we're, this, this is the first time we're talking that people using schach for something that people do all year round, not for schach. It's like, this is already a crossover. You're using something for schach, everyone else doesn't use for schach. And says the Mishnah, one last thing, v'kulon k'sheres l'dfanis, and all of these things, anytime we passle, anytime we passle, Something for schach, it's still kosher for walls. So this is an important thing because we had Rabbi Yashishita that said that anything that passes schach passes walls. So the Mishnah is saying not like him here, which is fine. He was a das yachid. The Ritzvah just asked if it's possible for schach, why isn't a problem of maimid? Which we said in the past, for instance, you're not allowed to use metal for schach, you're not allowed to rest your schach on metal. So over here we're saying this is possible for schach, ask the Ritzvah. Then, why should the schach be able to rest on it? So the Ritzvah says several tirutz, and one tirutz he says, which is great. The only problem with maimid is something that is easily converted into schach. I don't want you resting your sukkah on metal because you may take the metal to use it for schach. Something that you can't move to schach because you built a wall out of it. That's why he says, for instance, you could have a sukkah made out of um, cement. If you make your sukkah out of cement, you know, I make schach out of cement. You know, it's not gonna do like karka. You know, I make your sukkah out of cement. 
but it's not easily converted into schach, so it's not a problem of maimed. Interesting ritva. Okay. Says the Gemara. Now the Gemara is going to introduce to us these two possibilities like we were discussing. Omer of says of Shamis mined Tarti. I heard from Rabbi Yechanan two psulim relating to two Mishnayas. I don't know which psul to pin on which Mishnah. So we're going to have two cases, two psulim. Obviously, they are pretty easily to go on each. And I don't know which one to place which one on. Chodaha, one is our Mishnah. What is the problem with bundles of wood and sticks and, and straw? Idach, the other Mishnah I heard is something we've discussed many times in the past. If a person has a pile of chaff, leaves, branches, stuff that's kosher for schach, you have a pile, and you dig out in the inside like an igloo, you make inside a space for schach, so now you have walls and schach, all of kosher material. It just wasn't made that way. It was made at first as a, as a pile. And you never put schach on walls. Rather, rather, you made schach by digging underneath it. So that's the other case. Someone who picks out and hollows out a pile. To make a sukkah, ain't a sukkah. That's possible. So we have two psulim and sukkah. One is piles on the roof, and one is hollowing out a pile. Says the Gemara, and we know there's two psulim. One of these is possible because of gzeras eitzer, like we discussed. We don't want something to look like it was naturally a storage or drying spot. And therefore, even if you did it for the right reasons, we're going to passel it durabonon. So gzeras eitzer is only durabonon. But it looks like a storage or drying situation. And the other one is and one of these is possible because of that it was made wrong. And it wasn't changed physically, it was just changed in your mind. And says the, Mish, says the Gemara, and I forgot, which one of these cases is only because of the Gzeras Eitzer? And which one is really puzzled that because it was put wrong and it was put with the wrong kavana, and you can't just change your mind and make a sukkah kosher by changing your mind. Says the Gemara, I'll answer you very simply because we have it straight out. Here, let's, let us see. I'll show you. The Amr Barab, Amr why did the Torah say? Oh, sorry, sorry. Why did the Rabbanan say? piles of straw, piles of wood, bundles of of reeds. Our Mishnah, You're not allowed to make schach out of them. 
Why? Because sometimes a person comes from the field barren and his day's work is in his hand. His bundle is on his shoulder. And you pick it up and place it on your hut in the backyard. You put it up there for the wrong reason. You put it up there to dry. You put it up there not for shade purposes, not l'shemt sale. And even if nimlach alav l'sikuch, even if you, even if you change your mind for sikuch, it still doesn't work. And the Torah says once you do it wrong, you can't change it just by thinking about it. And therefore, we passel all bundles. So notice we didn't say over here that it is puzzle. We said we don't let you ever use them because sometimes people put them up there for that reason. Says the Gemara. Says the Gemara. Well, you gave me two cases and two possibilities. You're matching up our Mishnah with the Gzera Durabana. You're matching up our Mishnah. That what's puzzle, what's bad about using bundles for schach is not that it's necessarily bad. You personally could have put it up for the right reasons. You personally could have put it up L'shane Tzel. Uber, Uber, Lemaisa, someone or yourself may see it and learn from it. So we postled it for Gzerah and that is the reason of our Mishnah and therefore the other one is the other one. Therefore, the hollowing out of the pile is really possible for Tassav Leminasi. And the Gemara says, why did Rabbi Yaakov even ask? He says, I apologize, I didn't hear that. Rabbi Yaakov, hach to Rabbi Chibar Abba He never... could ever apply Because... someone comes in from the field and takes a stick and throws it on a haystack, hay pie? Yeah, yeah, or, or I could tell you that digging it out is a misa. That digging it out changes it. It used to be a pile on nothing, now it's a pile on something. Yeah, you're right, I would have had to work harder. So, bottom line, end of story, we did a Mishnah, we did a Mishnah, and we decided for the time being, and this time being is going to last a week, we decided for the time being that the P'sul of our Mishnah is Gzeras Oitzer, not a P'sul Deiraisa. Shkayach um, Rabbi Everyone, before everyone runs away, everyone should have a Maridika off Shabbos. I'll send out a Vart tomorrow. We'll leave that So let's do a little Gemara. It's a nice uh, bite-sized sugya, 100 calorie pack. And uh, we'll do a move on to So continuing, you know, it's interesting. The Mishnah brought up, Mishnah brought up a couple Mishnayas ago, the rule of, of, uh, what schach has to be that if schach is mekabel it's no good. If it's not mekabel it is schach. We had a mishnah in the middle. They were talking about that is either gzeres eitzer and or or and taslim um, and really possible deraisa. And then for whatever reason, the gemara last night decided to get into schach being mekabel on a. You know, on a serious level, 
and we continue with that theme tonight, even though I don't know what it has to do with the Mishnah, it has more to do with two Mishnahs ago, but so be it. Says the Gemara, Omar Rabba Barbachona Omar B'yechana Sichicha Ba'anitze Pishton Psula So now, tonight, we're going to learn more about the flax-making process that you ever wanted to know. And I'm not sure I have it 100% straight, but we'll try. So, um, there's this stuff that grows from the ground, which is called linen, which um, we call flax, and it comes in bulbs. And I know you need to do three processes to it. I'm not 100% sure the order, but I'll give it my best try. You need to soak it in order to get it like workable. You then put it in some kind of grinder. You then comb it out with a comb to get rid of the impurities. And the combing and that process turns it into like unprocessed long sticks, so to speak, of linen. And then you could, I guess, weave it into yarn and make shirts out of it or linen out of it. So, says the Gemara, Amar Rabba Barachana, Amar B'yechanan, Sichacha Banitze Pishten is Psula. If you make schach out of long sticks, so to speak, of linen, that have had all three processes done to it. They have been soaked, they have been combed, they have been banged out. And now they are absolutely useless for anything. You can't make uh, bed sheets or shirts with it yet. But they are as finished as raw flax linen is going to get. They are puzzle for schach. Now why? It's for sure not food. And it doesn't sound like it's usable for a keli. So why, why, can it, why is it bad for schach? So Rashi says something fascinating. It's makabal tumma. Really? It's not a keli, it's not a food, it's not a person. <clears throat> says Rashi, aha. It can become tummy with saras. So Rashi just added a whole new dimension in what Mikabutuma is, which means until now we only focused on Kabbal's Tuma in terms of Kalim. Kalim can be Mikabutuma. You know, we're obviously not going to be Misachich with people. Food is food. And you can't be Misachich with Kalim. Says the Gemara now, this is a whole new dimension of Royal Kabbal that could disqualify something for schach, that it's not mekabel as a keli, it's mekabel as as saras in begadim can already set in into unfinished flax, which means it's not used for a shirt, it can't be used for a, for a bed linen, but since it's a finished product of flax, it can be mekabel saras, that qualifies it, Mazel Tov, you're Makabal Tumah now. Even though you're not Makabal Tumah as a Kaili, you're Makabal other Tumahs, but that counts as being Makabal Tumah, and therefore it disqualifies it for Schach. 
obviously you see Tysus has uh, big issues with that. That is that is one that is one psak Rabba Barbachana heard from Rabbi Yechanan. Another psak he heard from Rabbi Yechanan is Buhutsani Pishtan in totally unfinished Hutsin, which means nothing has happened to it. It's straight from the ground. You pick it off the bulb, and that's what it looks like. It looks like Hutsani. Anitse is finished. Hutsani, very similar word. Hutsani is totally untreated bulbs, which means they have not yet been soaked. They, of course, not, have not yet been combed and ground of the impurities. So that is so unfinished. It's mamish raw plant stuff. And therefore, of course, it's not a keli, but it's not even going to be makabal saras, Toma. So you could use raw bulbs of linen for schach. Hushani pishtan eni the middle stage, Hushani, I don't know. So now, I don't know what the din is. It says the Gemara, but here's the problem. V'hushani atzman eni yedea monavshach. I don't even know monavshach where to turn myself as far as what is in this middle category. Because you see like this. Of course, if it's finished product, it can't be used for schach. If it's the raw product, it could. If it's a suffix, you're going to have to err on the side of caution and not use it. The question is, which of the processes are included in this suffix, which I'm going to have to shift to the err on the side of caution category, and which, even if it has it, can I say is it's still in the initial stages? Which means... The one that was fine had zero of three processes done. The one that was bad had three of three processes done. So which one is the middle? Is the middle that I don't know about, is that two of three processes have been done, and therefore it's a suffix, but one of three is okay? Or one of three has been done, but two of three is okay? Which one is a suffix? Which means it's not just one step from okay to for sure not okay. There's three steps in the middle of it. So which one did you call a suffix? And which one can I say, no, that's still too undeveloped. So for instance, let's say it was only soaked. Is that in his suffix and it's bad? Or do I say, no, only soaked, even he agrees is fine. The suffix is soaked plus one. So what, so the problem is, and he's saying, I don't know, what, which processes are included in the suffix, which is going to be bad. Meaning the more things we put in the suffix category, the less things will be in the for sure good category. The for sure bad is bad, and suffix is bad. The more processes we put in the suffix category, the less will be okay. So says the Gemara, If let's say it's been soaked, and ground, just not combed. Is that the suffix category? Which would mean anything less would still be okay. 
because it's not even a suffix. So let's say it was just soaked, then it's for sure fine. Avaltari Valaidaik, but let's say it was soaked and not ground. That's still in the totally undeveloped category, and it's still fine. A Dilma, or maybe perhaps, Tari Valaidaik, if it was just soaked and not even combed, and not even ground, Nami Hushani Karile. Do I also call that in the Suffolk category? And that is how the Gemara leaves it. I don't know. So just to recap, if it has all three processes done, it's bad for schach, which we said in and of itself is a chiddush because, because it really is not a kelim. It's royal kabbal, a different kind of tumah. So we see tonight that not just the kabbal tumah as a keli is possible for schach, of any sort is possible for schach. Now that's if all three processes have been done. We could also put in the for sure category if nothing's been done, it's for sure fine. Now, two out of three processes is a suffix and you're going to have to err on the side of caution. Let's say only one of three processes was done. Let's say it was only soaked and neither was done. Is that in the category of suffix or is that still in the category of nothing having been done? Rabbi Barachana says, I don't know. And he puts that and that, that's how he leaves it. The next thing will take too long for us to do on a Thursday night. We've been discussing, like we said, it's interesting, we get into a real psule schach now. So, we've been discussing psulim of schach. So says the Gemara, fascinating psul. We have to discuss its nature. Amr, Rabbi Yehuda, we are three lines from the bottom of Yud Beis, Amr Beis. Amr, Rabbi Yehuda. Hani, Shushi, Vishavatsri. So these are food-like substances which should passle them for schach because food is automatically the Kabbalah But Rashi says, at least in the Pshat, that they are Taka food, that they're only animal food. So animal food does not uh, does not make something tummy. That's not food. It's still, as far as we're concerned, has it been of like some form of plant. It's a uh, it's, it's you know it's a plant. So Mamela, it's not makabel So says the Gemara. Therefore, Amr Amr Hani Shushi Vishavatsri, These kinds of plants, which is only animal food. We could make schach with them. No. We could make schach out of shushi because, like you said, although animals eat it, it's not human food, therefore it's not makabal tovah. You can't make schach out of shavatsri. My time, why? Even the sorry rechai who, since they smell shavik lehu, you're gonna leave them v'nafik and go out of the sukkah. So this is a a psul in schach. If the schach is unpleasant, and we'll discuss in a minute another form of unpleasantness. If the schach is unpleasant, you're gonna leave. Now, obviously, obviously. 
this is only a psul drabana. Meaning, you can't tell me that there's something inherently wrong with these schach, because it meets both qualifications. It grows from the ground, it's plants, and it's not makabotoma because it's only animal food. So on the criteria that count, I'm good. I'm 100% fine. From the rice, you can use the sukkah. Right, so, uh, so midaraisa, I'm 100% fine. There's no, no midaraisa, if you use this schach, I can leave the sukkah because it's a bad smell. Oh. Yeah, well, that, that I mean, we learned in the second paragraph that, that, that setting yourself up for, for not pleasantness is not, is not an excuse. Not ideal. Yeah. So now, so the Ritva says, it's possible to Rabbanan, and the Rabbanan were serious about the Psul, which means the Rabbanan could do one of two things. The Rabbanan could say, you shouldn't, or the Rabbanan could say, don't, and if you do, we're going to disqualify it. So the Ritva goes for the more Mahmurdika path with the Rabbanan. The Ritva says, the Rabbanan had to be serious. And we had like such a case before. For instance, if a person has a kosher sukkah, but his table's in the house, like Vishamai, the Rabbanan say, your yeshiva sukkah is possible, which is a very, very, very strong step that not only do we discourage such schach, we say that we are going to puzzle your otherwise fine yeshiva sukkah because you violate a fear of ours. Meaning, you've done nothing wrong. You're a good guy. And you're even willing to suffer the smell. You're even willing to suffer the smell. But we are scared that somebody or you may decide not to suffer the smell and may leave. Therefore, we not only tell you not to use this as chach, we tell you your yeshiva sukkah is possible. That's how far the ritva takes it. But the Rambam and a bunch of other Rishenim, the Rush, and the way we Paskin is, is that, no, no, it's not possible. It's not possible. Which means we highly discourage you to use, you're not allowed to, we say those words, use chaf that smells badly. But, but, if you do, your yeshiva sukkah is fine. That's how the Rambam paskin. So already there's a split between the Rambam and the, and the uh, Ritva. And we paskin like the Rambam. The Mogan Avram takes it a step further. Mogan Avram says, this isn't even talking about your yeshiva sukkah. It's talking about your constructing of your sukkah. When you're making your sukkah, we say, please don't use smelly schach. But the Mogan Avram says, if you use schach that smells and you went against that recommendation in constructing your sukkah, then you're allowed to eat in that sukkah l'chatchila. You're allowed to eat in that sukkah l'chatchila. Mamish, a, you know, like, it's 180 degrees from the ritva. The ritva says, we'll pass your yeshiva sukkah l'mafreya. Mogan Avram says, listen, you shouldn't do it. Everyone agrees. These are the words of the Gemara. But if you did it, once you did it, once you made the sukkah, you're allowed to sit there. So that's the three ways to understand this Gemara. 
The Ritva says over here a fascinating thing, which is very logical. Over here, walls have the same psul as schach. Walls have the same psul as schach. That, that if your walls are constructed of material that smells, then, then your sukkah is also possible. Now, how possible? That the last thing. When I was in Eretz Yisrael, I had uh, two people in my dear, both with the same last name as you, um, who uh, we couldn't find a, uh, we couldn't, well, only one of them's related. We, we couldn't find a, we couldn't find a place to put our sukkah. There's a bar we found a place to put the sukkah. And like, they like built the sukkah, our sukkahs. And then we went to sleep the first night of sukkahs. It was disgusting. It stunk. We wake up the next morning. It's like our first time in it. It was the back door of a shlachtais. <laughs> so, Bar Hashem, we passed like the Magen Avram. I was Yitzchak Yeshiva Suga that night, and then that was it for the rest of that. Okay, fine. It says the Gemara. Omer of Chanan Barov. Says of Chanan Barov. Same idea. Hani Hizmi Vihigi. Both of these are kind of, of brush. Like, you know, like. um. Um, vines, thorns, honey, hizmi, vihigi. Like a bunch of uh, thicket and thistles. Misach, they're fine for schach. Amar Abai, you're 100% right. Behizmi, misachachin, you can use hizmi for schach. Behini, loy, misachachinam. You can't use hini for schach. My taima, kevin, the nasri, tarpaihu, since their leaves tend to fall. It's like pine needles, which I don't know if this has ever happened to you, like, you know, in the second days of sukkahs. If you used to use the pine needles for schach, sometimes they start falling off. Again, eventually you get sick of stuff falling in your soup, and you're going to abandon your sukkah. Shavik love and nafik, you're going to abandon the sukkah and leave. Okay, so that's the same idea. And, and obviously the same machlik as ritva rambam, and the Pesach of the Magad Avram will apply in, in that Gemara as the last Gemara. Says the Gemara, Amar of Gidol Amar Rav, Hayaf Kusa Dedikla, this, um, Stafa, for lack of a more scientific term, maybe it'll help me, Meshi, that grows on the side of a palm tree. What's the word? Offshoots. Oh, off, offshoots, okay, fine. Um, these offshoots that grow on the side of a palm tree, mesachechimbu. Afal gav dagidi. So what these things look like is they come out of the side of the palm tree and there's one stem and they branch off into many, many branches. You're allowed to take a whole bundle of them and, and use schach and use this for schach. Now, of course, you know, like, again... Like we said, Daraisi, you're 100% fine. It grows in the ground. It's not Makabatuma, it's not food. It's all good. The problem may have been are you violating the Xera of our Mishnah? Our Mishnah said you're not allowed to use for schach bundles. So, this situation, technically, you're violating the rule of our Mishnah. Why is it considered a bundle? Because it looks exactly like a bundle. It's many. It looks like a bundle. Oh, oh yeah, don't worry. We're going to agree with you. But no, that, that's, that's the Kiddush. That, I mean, we're, we're going to take it. It's not going to be that posh. Um, that 
Our Mishnah says you're not allowed to because then, again, there's nothing wrong with what you did in our Mishnah either. Just the guy might look and says, oh, he's changed his mind. He changed his warehouse into a sukkah. So I could tell you the same thing here, which means why is what he's doing here any less normal? Or why is it any more wrong than the case of the Mishnah? Says the Gemara, Hani... Even though they're tied, since they're naturally tied, it doesn't have the din of our Mishnah. Meaning, so I don't know if it's the shot that no one's going to make a mistake. Meaning in our Mishnah, what we're afraid of is that someone's going to say, ah, he used his bundles for schach, I'm going to use bundles for schach. So are we saying over here that when people see something natural, they won't use, they won't make that mistake. Or, listen, people may make that mistake, but we can't make Xero. I think that's the story you wanted to say, Ben. People can't make, people, I can't parcel something that nothing's been done to. Mishlema here, you bundle the so I could parcel it. But here, I can't parcel something that nothing's been done to. I'm not commenting about whether or not people are going to make the same mistake. But I can't parcel something that nothing's been done to. I don't know which one's the right explanation. And here's the bigger Chiddush bed. Af agav dahadr agid lehu, agid bechad leishmei agid. Even if you go, like let's say on the bottom they're nicely tied. Let's say on the top they get like slightly unruly. So you'd make a whole nother tie and you tie them up on the top to make it neat. So now you mamish have the case of our Mishnah. And this will decide what the, the first one is. Now you mamish have the case of our Mishnah. You have a bunch of stuff that needs to be dried, and you took a twine and you tied it up. It's still kosher. I, mamish, this is mamish the violation of our Mishnah. The violation of our Mishnah is you took stuff that needs bundling, you bundle it. It is possible for schach because of Xeris Eitzer, because someone's going to say, ah, he turned his warehouse, his loft, into a sukkah. Here, you mamish have that. Says the Gemara, I can't possible it. Why? Eged bechad eged. You can't tie something that is inherently one. If something already has a din of being one thing together naturally, halacha doesn't recognize that knot you made. So since this halachically is one unit, because it grew together on the bottom, since this is one unit, <coughs> tying it on the top is a non-action. So over here, you might have all the qualifications of our Mishnah. You tied it, the guy's going to see that there's a non-natural tie in it. I'm sorry, I can't parcel something because of a non-action. And basically what you're doing is a non-action. I can't parcel something because of a non-action. Says the Gemara, same idea, and I did not see anyone. In the, in the, we're, you know, the first halacha we did two of. One is because of smell, one is because of falling leaves. Okay, I guess I understand why we need two Gemaras for this. This Gemara is mamish the same halacha twice. I did not see anyone that asks, why do you have to have this repeated? Says the Gemara, Amr of Chizda, Amr of Vina, Barshila, Hani Dukri, Dekani. 
these spears of rod, of reeds, they look like spears because they have sharp taps and they poke through. Mesachechimbu. No, what's the Chiddush? Of course, they meet all the qualifications. They're natural. They're not food. They're not makabotumba. Afalgav dagidi ninu. Even though they're tied, egibideshemayim lishmegin. A tie that's natural isn't called a tie. And afalgav dahadar agidluhu. Even if you go and retie them in another place, eged bechad loishmei eged. Tanya nami hach. In case that wasn't enough, kanim vidakronim. Reeds and like these things that look like pokers or spears. Mesachachimbu. Someone says kanim reeds pshita. That's like mamish textbook schach pshita. Why are you telling me that? Someone says ema kanim sheld kronim. I mean reeds of pokers, which are tied as a unit bide shamayim. And since they're tied as a unit bide shamayim, I may have thought that they violate the Mishnah, that you can't have a bundle of anything as chach, kamash one, that you could since it's tied naturally. And even if you retie it, it still is kosher. Now, I'm not stopping here because anyone has anything to do. It's because the next week is very long. Damn it. Damn it, tomorrow night. Okay. Oh, we should. So, last time, exactly a week ago, we started a Mishnah, and the Mishnah had the following case. If a person puts bundles of straw or wood or reeds, stuff, on his sukkah, his sukkah is possible. His sukkah is possible. If you make schach out of bundles, it's possible. Now the Gemara discussed, the Gemara discussed why is it possible. Is it possible midiraisa, or is it possible midrabon? Now, if it's possible midiraisa, if it's possible midiraisa, the psul would be that you put it up shalei l'shem schach. You put it up there to dry. You gather the stuff in the fields, and you want it to dry out and turn into a firewood. So you put it up there to dry. You didn't put it up there, L'shem Schach, which is a P'sul Dereis. And even if you change your mind later and you say, you know, that's a perfect sukkah, well, you can't just change your mind. It's Tas of It's a P'sul we've discussed a lot lately. That, a schach, that once you make something for Schach, you can't just call it something else. You can't back into having a sukkah. So that would be the psul dairaisa. The psul drabonan would be, you did everything perfectly fine. You put up stuff l'shem schach. But we, but we passel it, we passel it midrabonan, because we say you did everything right. But either you in your mind for next year, or the average guy that walks by and sees us totzach, he's going to think that, hey, I also have a bunch of piles on my roof. So he used it for a sukkah. Why can't I use it for a sukkah? And he's going to go and sit in that for a sukkah, and it's possible. So we 
pasal at Midrabonin. So I just want to point out, it's very, very important. On one end, if it's pasal deres, of course it's worse. On the other hand, if it's pasal Drabanan, there is something worse to it. What do I mean? A psul da'iraisa can be remedied. If I say your sukkah is possible because you didn't put up l'shem schach, this is a very, very simple solution. You pick up each piece and put it back down, and voila, you made it good. A psul da'iraisa is fixable. Since you didn't schach it properly, schach it again, that's fine. A psul da'abonon, even though it's much better, and so much so, we're going to see a lotion in the Paiskin Paskin that if it's possible to Rabbanon, it may be okay with the Evid. A although it's much, much, much lighter, a is unfixable. A you cannot remedy it. Why? Because you didn't do anything wrong. You can only fix something if you did something wrong. If you didn't do anything wrong, and we still passled it because it looks bad, so there's nothing you could do to fix that situation because there's nothing you did wrong. Don't take an oxymoron. Huh? Nothing wrong, but it's possible. Right. In other words, there's nothing wrong, but it looks bad. So how do you fix that? So what, when we discuss whether it's possible or possible it cuts both ways. If something's possible yeah, it's geferlich. But it's fixable. If something's possible with Rabbanon, it's mamish not so bad. We're going to see it may even be okay with the Evid, but it's unfixable. So the Gemara wanted to know last week what is, which psul is it? And what complicated. You can untie it. You can untie it, yeah. You can't. That, that bundle. Right, right. No, then it's no longer the case of our mission. The right. case of our mission is chavile kash. You can make it not chavile kash, and it's not, yeah, 100%. I was thinking that as I said, yeah, you're 100% right. So now, the Gemara last week was, or we last week when we did the Gemara, was very busy trying to figure out, we have two cases. We have our case of piles of stuff on the roof, and we have the case where a guy hollowed out a teepee, a pile of stuff guy hollowed it out the bottom and made it kosher. We said one is possible because of, because of Tasle Menasa, which is Deiraisa, and one is possible because of Gzeras Eitzer, which is this Drabonan that we keep on referring to, that it looks like some guy turned his warehouse, his loft, into a sukkah. And the Gemara said, Aramish is the Drabonan, and the other one is the Deiraisa. To which the Gemara asks now, we are now on the first wide line towards the bottom of Yudbeza Medalaf, and actually the fourth to the last line on Yudbeza Medalaf. Says the Gemara, Amr Abashi, says Rabashi, why do you need to make each case only one flavor? Why do you need to limit? One case to being only a psul drabanan and absolutely not psul deraisa, and one case being absolutely psul deraisa and not psul drabanan. And again, you, if you ask, once it's psul deraisa, why would we also psul it midrabanan? The answer to that is because psuling it midrabanan carries with it this nafkamina of unfixability. 
So that's why we're keen on trying to make something also possible midrabana. So says Rabashi, why does it have to be mutually exclusive? Why does it have to be only one per? Amr Bashi, Atu, what? Chavile Kasha, Chavile Eitzim. Our Mishnah, which you determined, was Mishum Gzeras Eitzer Ika. There's only a psul of Midrabanan called Gzeras Eitzer that some guy's going to look and say, hey, he made his loft, his warehouse, into a sukkah. I'm going to do that to mine. And little does this guy know, yeah, his sukkah was put up Lashma. Yours wasn't. So therefore we say, you're not allowed to sit in anything that resembles a loft or a warehouse. And it's only Midra Bonan. Our mission is only Midra Bonan. And it can't be puzzled derisa because you put it up for the wrong reasons. And the other case where you hollowed out the pile. And the guy that hollowed out the pile. Is only puzzled derisa because it wasn't made <coughs> as schach. It turned into schach. Ika, that is applicable over there. Mishum gzeras oitzer leka, and that cannot be puzzled because of a gzera Why can't that also be puzzled midrabbanon? The Gemara is asking a very simple kasha. Why do I have to choose? I can have both. <laughs> both cases. You know, listen, you can have a case that it's not puzzled derisa and only puzzled midrabbanon. You can have a case that it's possible there. I say, possible there Why do I have to choose? Why do I have to say, our mission is only possible there because it looks like a warehouse, it looks like a loft, and the case of the hollowing out of the goddess is only possible there. I said, not midrabon. So this is more or less a question on Rabbi Yechanan, because Rabbi Yechanan is the one who said last time we learned there's two Mishnahis. Air Mishnah and the hollowing out of the pile. And there's two reasons, and one has one and one has the other. So this kasha that Rabbi Ashi just asked is essentially a kasha on Rabbi Yechanan. So says the Gemara, who was the one that made it exclusive, either or. So Rabbi Yechanan is going to defend himself. Rabbi Yechanan would tell you, I'll tell you the difference. Our Mishnah backed me into this corner. Our Mishnah used a Lashen. Our Mishnah used a Lashen that basically limits it to only being a Psul Medirah and not being a Psul Our Mishnah that said, if you put piles on your sukkah, if you put bundles on your sukkah, it's a very light lotion. Didn't even come out and say it's bad. It just said, better not to do it. Says the Gemara, here it says, just, we do not use that for schach. Sounds like the Montessori class. Like, it, no, that's bad. It's like very uh, nice lotion. We do not use that for schach. Says the Gemara, It's that we do not use that for schach. Why? If there's nothing wrong, I mean, if it's possible, say it. Elamai, it's not possible. So obviously, the only thing we found wrong in our Mishnah is 
Mishum Gzeras Eitzer. It's only possible because of Gzeras Eitzer. Hadairaisa Shapir Dami. Midairaisa, it is good. Midairaisa Shapir Dami. Midairaisa, it's good. It cannot be possible Midairaisa. It has to be that you put it on Lishma. And Hasam Dikatani, there, there, by the case of hollowing out the pile, it used a psudaraisa dikaloshin. Hasan dikatani ain't a sukkah. It's not a sukkah. That's a filubidiyevid. Midaraisa nami ain't a sukkah. It's even a sukkah. It's not a good sukkah midaraisa. Now, you're probably wondering how did I answer the question? You're probably wondering how did I answer the question? Meaning, yeah, you're telling me why you said it's one and not the other. But why can't it be both? The answer is, here's the deal. By our mission, of course it could be both. You could make it worse. If you put it up for the wrong reasons, it could be possible there. So the mission is talking in a case where you didn't. The other case is where the Chiddush is. That if it's possible, Midaraisa, we're not going to possible Midarabonim. If it's possible Midaraisa, we're not going to make the Gzeira that it looks like an Eitzer and it's possible. That's where the Chiddush comes in. That's how you have to say it. Yeah, our Mishnah could be worse. Our Mishnah is saying it's a Psul Durabonim. I, we ask, well, it can't be Pulse of the Rice. Yeah, of course it could be. It's in a case where you didn't do it wrong. The case over there, once it's Pulse, once it's Pulse of the we will not make a Zera Durabonim. That's what the Gemara means to answer. Yeah, because why not? Because on the surface, you could ask, why not? Just because it's already possible with Daraisa, maybe I'll make a, maybe I'll make, and the, the question is essentially why. So it's possible with Daraisa. You, you take a pile, you have a pile of stuff, you dig out the bottom, it's possible, okay, now I remove the top physically and I put it back on. I cured the Tasselimanasi. We're not going to make Xerah drop on a Mishamite, sir. That's the Chiddush. That's what it's telling me. The, the, he's saying, yes, I, I purposely said either or, that it's either Pasamadaraisa or it's Pasamadarabanan. Once it's Pasamadaraisa, it's not going to be Pasamadarabanan. I'm not going to make Xerah answer on something that's possible. I'll Tasselimanasi. Why not? The best thing I saw, the Balamar says, because it's Leishchiach. But in other words, the Gemara is saying a massive Chiddush to the point where I don't even know what the reason is, and that's the only thing I saw for the reason. But the Gemara is saying a massive Chiddush. If something is possible with and you fix it, I will no longer apply a psalm with that someone's going to see it. Why not? That's, that's what the Gemara is saying. The Gemara says it's Lashchiyach. That, that's it. Where did Rashi say something about it? I don't know if he's saying what he's saying. Yeah, I, I was trying to fit the Gemara into Rashi. I, I, oh. No, so, so, what, so Rashi's speaking out. So, what, what, so what's the answer to me? I asked you, I asked you, why can't it be both? You basically said, it isn't. I didn't ask you if it is. I asked you why it can't. So Rashi has to explain. So Rashi's saying, once it's possible there, I saw, it's not possible there, but it says Rashi, why not? Because he fixed the problem. Somehow, fixing the problem will prevent people, especially yourself, from learning anything bad from it. Now, it depends what Xera is. If Xera is for yourself, I understand Rashi. 
if Xerit is for public consumption, then because you fix it at 3 a.m., the Velt is going to know. Unless you applied the Balamar. It's what? If you have a circuit that's possible from Tassimaras and you fixed it, it's so Leishchich, I'm not going to make Xerisite, sir. That's the only thing to say. So that's what the Gemara is saying. I mean, it's a very cryptic Gemara. The Gemara aligned it, said there's either Durabon or Durai. So we asked, why either or? Why can't it be both? The Gemara basically said, it's not. So we're explaining what it's not means is that Listen, if it's possible to draw a and you could make a puzzle with the rest, it happens to be it's not. If it's possible to draw so we're not going to puzzle it with the Rabbanon. That's what the Gemara is answering. That's what the Gemara is saying. Let's just do a, another teeny little shtick of Gemara, and then we'll, we'll stop the Chazer because this is hard. So, um, we, we said, basically, the rule, back to the last Mishnah, the rule of Srach is, is that is that if it's Mechabal Tumah, it can't be Schach. Now, what is Mechabal Tumah? So we said three things are Mechabal Tumah. People, which is relatively easy to define. Food, which is somewhat harder to define, but I guess we could figure out a system to figure out what's food and what's not food. And there's plenty of Mishnayas about that. And finally, Kalim. Kalim or Mechabal Now, what is Kalim? What defines Kalim? So the general rule, beside by metal, is if there's a clay kibble, it's called Kalim. It's called a Kalim. If it could hold something, like water, then it's a clay kibble, which means a flat board is not Mechabal because it can't hold anything. A cup is makabal tumma because it can hold something. So that's the rule of Caleb. So says the Gemara, Omar Rev Yehuda Amarav, says Rev Yehuda Amarav. Now in those days, they had arrows, and I guess for transportation purpose or like to fit it in, the, in a person's uh, quiver purposes, the arrows were comprised of two parts. And what you did was you screwed in the top part to the bottom part. And just like they have like with like cables nowadays and like, you know, USB cords, etc., there's a male and a female. So they had that with arrows also. So the part that went into the other parts, the male, and the clay kibble part is the female. So says the Gemara, Amar of Yehuda Amarav, Sichacha Bechitzin Zcharim If you took wooden arrows, and you made tzchach out of them, but only the males. It's kosher. Why? Because the males have no clay kibble. So basically you have a wood kibble with no clay kibble, no ability to hold anything. That is kosher. That is not makabal tumah. Because it doesn't fit the bar. It doesn't meet the bar of what is a keli. A keli has to be able to hold something, and it doesn't hold anything. And Benekevais, if you use for schach the female part of the arrows, it's psula. It's possible. Benekevais psula. Says the Gemara, Mizcharim, Ksherais, Pshita. So Gemara says, well, duh. You, you basically, you picked the case of arrows 
but you're basically saying the same old definition for what is a keli. If it can hold something, it is a keli. If it can't hold something, it's not a keli. And you happen to pick arrows as the example. Shkech. i got to figure this out on my own. So, so let's break this up. What was the Kiddush in this Chara part that it is kosher? It doesn't have a clay kibble. It's not a keli. Of course it's kosher. So Mara says, Pshita. Well, Maudatema nigzer scharm utter nekevis, Kamash 1. I may think that people may get confused. Hey, he used arrow parts for schach. I could use arrow parts for schach. Little does the onlooker know that, yeah, he used the male parts, you're using the female parts. So I could have made the case to puzzle male arrows for onlookers. Kamash 1, no, I don't. That people are sophisticated enough to learn to make a chilek. Male arrows are good, and female arrows aren't. That's the Chiddush in that part. So the Gemara says, B'nekeva is psula. Nekevas are puzzled because they have a clay kibble. So the Gemara says, Pshita. That's simple. Says the Gemara, no. Maudetema. Base kibble ha'osui lemalis loishme kibble. A cup, for instance is meant to stay open. So that's a real clay kibble. It's always going to be there to be able to get stuff. Cup is empty, fill it up again with water, drink it, fill it up again with water. It's meant to stay empty. It's going to always have stuff. An arrow is meant to assemble, and then it's going to be used as a single unit. So the clay kibble of the female part of the arrow it's not really meant to be a clay kibble. It's simply meant for, you know, like, you know, like furniture you buy from Ikea. That thing is never meant to stay, on, you know, disattached. It's only because they want to put it in a flat box. But when you, when you get it, you're going to assemble it, and then it's, it's regular furniture. So it's not permanently a clay kibble. It's just for transportation purposes a clay kibble. So I may have thought to give female arrows a status of not mikabotoma because the clay kibble is fake. It's a temporary clay kibble. Maoritema based kibble, ha'asilamalis, a receptacle that's going to be filled permanently. Its whole role is to be filled permanently. Loishmei kibble doesn't count as a clay kibble and it's not a kale kamash one that no, since at the time, right now, it can be macabre something. It has a din of a keli and it's puzzle, and that is the chiddush. Okay, we'll stop here for Chazar.